Two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I think our guys are enthusiastic about who this team can be. It's not a new season, but there's so many unknowns. Everything from the obvious without the fans to the bubble, all the precautions to just the strange nature of the preparation. And when you have a team that's got an enthusiastic mindset, I think that can be a real positive. The hallmarks of our team are there. We've got some good players that really like playing with each other. They're competitive and they're together, and I think they're excited to get out and to compete. All right, Gordon, uh, we know the schedule. We know the start times for the Jazz restarting uh, starting July 30th. They're actually going to play in the first game back, which I think is appropriate considering where the season left off, uh, when they take on New Orleans, uh, 4.30 start time on Thursday, July 30th. That's going to be a TNT game. And just to rattle off the rest of the games, Gordon, um, they play uh, Saturday at 1.30. Uh, this is August 1st against Oklahoma City. Monday, August 3rd at 7 against the Lakers. Uh, Wednesday, August 5th at 12.30 p.m. against Memphis. Friday, August 7th against San Antonio at 11 a.m. Denver on Saturday, August 8th at 1.30 p.m. Monday, August 10th, Dallas at 1 o'clock p.m. And Thursday, August 13th, San Antonio, start time to be determined. What uh, what was your initial reaction, Gordon, or, or thoughts when you saw the Jazz schedule? Well, it's 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 hard to tell because I don't know what kind of shape these teams are going to be in when they restart. But let's take them game by game. You want to? Can I give uh, you my initial reaction real quick before yeah. we do? I I think it's it's not bad. I mean, I oh. expected the schedule to be really tough considering all the crappy teams are are no longer involved. Mm-hmm. And this isn't bad. They play San Antonio twice. If you could pick a team to play twice, San Antonio might be it. Maybe. And by the although San Antonio has caused the Jazz problems this season earlier, they're down 0-2 to the Spurs. You wouldn't expect that because the Jazz are a better team. But the Spurs have shot the ball like crazy against the Jazz. Yeah. All right, so let's go through game by game. But that was my initial reaction. Yeah, it's like I, yeah. I, I thought it's it could doable. have been uh, tougher than it was. Uh, love starting out with New Orleans. Give me Jazz v Zion to get this thing yeah. going. That's yeah. that's and an intriguing Jazz, game. The Jazz have not seen him, and uh, so it, that that is interesting. Brandon Ingram is a bit of a problem for the Jazz. At least he has been. Uh, he is very difficult to, for the Jazz to, to, to cover off the dribble. Uh, but I wonder how that's going to work with Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson. Uh, you know, I, are those two going to mesh? I, I don't know exactly how it's going to go. I would guess they mesh pretty well. I mean, their games don't really overlap all that much. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that's an intriguing game. Uh, game number two against Oklahoma City. Gordon, uh, what comes to mind with this game is something that you brought up last week. You're not sure maybe if every team's heart's going to be in it. That is not going to be the case with Oklahoma City. For one, just based on they're, they're a plucky overachiever this year already. Two, Chris Paul is the leader of the Players Union, and he's, he's going to have to set the tone for this thing. I, I think Oklahoma City is going to be in it to win it. And remember, I mean, where they are in the standings right now and the series itself is tied at one game apiece. And so this will be the tiebreaker. And so that's, so that's a big a, game. Yeah, that is a really important game for the Jazz. And, you know, I mean, I, I always enjoy those games because Rudy Gobert against the big fella. How's, how's that going to go? You, got, you mentioned uh, Chris Paul. And uh, now if... Uh, if Mike Conley is able to 
be Mike Conley again, then that matchup is interesting. Yeah, I, I, that that game's a toss-up as far as I'm concerned. Then comes the Lakers. Now this look one, out. Th- see, I don't know if it's a lookout game though, because I don't know how much the Lakers are actually going to play their guys in these final eight regular All season I games. All I know is the Lakers have crushed the Jazz in, in their two games. Pre- Remember that twenty-five point loss they had against the Lakers? I mean that, uh, and we, you're right. I mean, obviously, a lot of this stuff comes down to who is really motivated. But when you have Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard. Who are you going to put Rudy Gobert on? Who's he going to cover? If it were me, Dwight Howard. And then who who covers Anthony Davis? I don't know. Make somebody else. Uh, Royce <laughs> O'Neal chase Anthony Davis around. Yeah, see, that's a tough that's a tough. Yeah, but, but the Lakers right now, uh, they're the top seed by five and a half games. I mean, they're, they're not giving up the top seed. I, and it wouldn't surprise me if LeBron kind of eased his way into this whole thing. I don't know what kind of Laker team you're going to get in that game. Well, since they've been practicing for the past two months, they'll probably be ready. Yeah, exactly. So Illegally. You know, might as well uh, ease your way in. Illegally by state law, yes. <laughs> Against NBA rules, no. Uh, Memphis, then Wednesday, August 5th. Who doesn't want to watch John Morant? Plus, they're going to have a lot to play for. Um, then Friday, August 7th, you mentioned uh, San Antonio. Gordon won of two games. They also wrap up the regular season against San Antonio. And see, now that is a team where I could see Pop kind of saying, all right, we're just going to get through this and and we don't need to play big minutes. I mean, does San Antonio really have a chance to make the playoffs? Not really. So, I mean, will they even play LaMarcus Aldridge, for example? Well, he's I think he's out, isn't he? Is, I, is he? That wouldn't surprise me if he is. I, I think he's out. But uh, Or DeRozan. Hey. I mean, are we going to see any of those guys? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not sure, but for whatever reason, the Spurs have not lost to the Jazz so far this season, so we'll see where it goes from there. Now, Saturday's game, August 8th, against Denver is going to be tough. Uh, it's going to be a tough game. Denver's going to be back. playing hard. Yeah, and then back-to-back with Dallas, and I, I think Dallas is going to be tough. What do you think? Why has uh, Jokic been so successful against Rudy Gobert this year? My memory, if my memory serves, I thought Gobert has done pretty well against him. Uh, in other seasons, but for whatever reason, this year Jokic has just dominated those games. Oh, here I'll 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 give you two reasons uh, that Rudy has struggled against Jokic, and maybe folks out there disagree, but I'll try and put it as as simply as I can. Jokic pulls Rudy out of the paint, mm-hmm. numero uno, because he does a lot of his work outside of the paint, whether it's facilitating or shooting or whatever. He he uh, brings Rudy out of where Rudy is most effective. Secondly, when Rudy is out on Jokic, and he is such a good facilitator and passing, who is guarding the person that Jokic is passing to? Uh, I don't know. Who? Not Rudy! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's so easy for him to collect assists. (laughs) You get my point? The, The person that is benefiting from that Jokic pass is being guarded by anybody but Rudy. (laughs) <laughs> so that's going to be better than being guarded by Rudy. However, uh, even with Gobert guarding Jokic, he's he was he hit. He's like twenty four of thirty three shots against the Jazz this year. I mean, so even with Gobert on him, I understand he pulls him away from the basket, but that's that's some kind of shooting, right? But he doesn't, uh, you know. Rudy guarding a player like Jokic is not 
And I give Rudy a lot of credit for evolving as a defender. This is why I was glad he won Defensive Player of the Year last year because I thought he was a better defender. He was better on the open floor. He was better when when teams did draw him out of the paint and and made him guard. Like your your question about Anthony Davis and the and Dwight Howard in the Lakers. Of course, you'd rather have him guard Dwight Howard. That's what Rudy Rudy's good at guarding that type of skill set. Plus, it leaves him under the basket to stifle drives. And stifle the no, other team from getting which into the is basket. What the Jazz always try to do. Right, Anthony Davis. If you're guarding Anthony Davis, Rudy's got to go uh, out onto the perimeter, and that's one not where Rudy's at his at his best, but it also takes Rudy away from where he's the most effective. And and Jokic does that. Jokic yeah, does that away, with Rudy, but he's been successful against Rudy down low as well, using that body. But hasn't he lost a bunch of weight? He has, but I mean, I I'll take I'll take Nikola Jokic going at Rudy in the paint. 10 out of 10 times. Bring it on. I mean, more often right. than not, that's not going to end well for Jokic. It's when Rudy well, has to get out on him. This year it has. That's why I'm wondering. Like, what the heck? So, so what? Bench, bench Rudy then. He's missed nine shots against the Jazz this year. Well, he better not play and, Rudy. <laughs> well, okay. We'll see. We'll see. But that is on the back end of a back-to-back and so wow, we'll see how the Jazz hold up in that circumstance. Uh, that's the only back-to-back I think in yeah, the whole slate. It is, and then yeah. we mentioned they finish up with the with the Spurs. Let me ask you this though, Gordon, because I don't think wins and losses. Oh, well, let me put it this way: I think maybe there's going to be some strategic losing because who's the best matchup for the Jazz in the first round? Because remember, home court doesn't matter, so seed Rockets. seed doesn't really matter. Yeah, and the Jazz could end up they could if they play really really well, which is hard to believe, but they uh, they they could then decide second, and, uh, and they could fall down to seven, and so yeah, that'll be really interesting. What would you do? So what do you do if you're Quinn Snyder? Do you want your players to stomp the pedal the whole way through, even if it's going to end up in a, a less advantageous matchup in the first round? Yeah, it's difficult to tell your team, hey, guys, I don't want you to win tonight. Right, but it is less difficult to say, hey, Donovan, instead of 35 minutes, you're playing 25. <laughs> And then it's on him. Then it's on Quinn. And it's, it's easy to look down at Jarrell Brantley and say, hey. you're getting your shot tonight. <laughs> Go in there and make it happen. But doesn't that run against everything the Jazz stand for? Maybe. Really? maybe, And maybe they don't do it. I mean, we saw Denver do it last year. Yeah. And it kind of worked out for them. Hmm. Um, but who, I, okay, so who so, is – the Lakers are the worst matchup for the Jazz. Well, Lakers, right. Cl- Lakers, Clippers. Let's let's take this out of it because the likelihood of them playing either of those teams is is really low. Maybe in the second round. In the second round, right? Uh, in the first round, though, I would say, and so the Jazz playing the Grizzlies, the odds of that are also quite low. So I would say take them out of the the thought for a second. I, if I were the Jazz, I'd rather face the Mavericks or the Thunder than the Rockets and the Nuggets. Yeah. Because the Thunder, they're they're a they're a try hard team, but I think the Jazz have more talent than the Thunder. And then Dallas, Dallas, I don't think they've meshed quite yet. Luca's pretty amazing, but we haven't seen him do it in the playoffs, and we still don't know if he and Porzingis are a good match together. I think that might be a little more difficult than what we're saying. Oh man, there's no good matchup, Gordon. I mean, if you want the right answer, I mean, it all stinks. I mean, you'd, you'd take Memphis 
you know, if you had a perfect world, but they're not going to get Memphis. I mean, I, I, I don't think they want the Rockets. No, for obvious they definitely reasons. don't. And that's, I, I, that's the worst. That's the worst matchup against a team that is not at the absolute top of the Western stand. Right. So, I mean, do you do you try and jockey for a position to avoid the Rockets? Uh, I wouldn't want the Nuggets either, but I think the likelihood of them playing the Nuggets is is less. I think the mo- the Nuggets are going to be super motivated. I think the Nuggets are going to be pretty good. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, I I think I agree with you. The Mavericks, to me, that's an interesting. How will they do in these in these uh, regular season games? And how? What kind of? You're right. That meshing of those two talents. But that could be that could be problematic. Although the Jazz did get that win down at Dallas. Remember that game? That was memorable. Yeah, on a boy on Bogdanovich last second three, right? And we haven't even brought his name up in in these matchups. But uh, oh, it's gonna be tough for the Jazz without him. Yeah, that's gonna it. It's gonna be hard. I mean, they're gonna have to overcome to to do some damage in this situation because he's he he's a really good player. He was a big part of that Jazz team this year. Yeah. Yeah, unless Mike Conley turns into the Mike Conley of old. And if he does that, then that trade-off is worth doing. Hmm. And, you know, even the Jazz had both of them. They, there were times when they, they went through. It's a really weird season for the Jazz. You know, with these streaks they went on, they had a 10-game winning streak, and they had those that five-game uh, losing streak and a four-game losing streak where it just seemed like they couldn't they couldn't find a way to win. At all, I mean, in some of those games they didn't have a chance to win, but and then there's the record against the better teams in the league, which uh, was less than stellar, and that's probably true for most of the teams in the league. Obviously, if you're playing tougher competition, you're gonna your chances in, in the course of a regular season where you don't have any time to really prepare for that particular team. You have back to backs, you have travel situations, you have road trips, you have all that stuff. So anyway. It's, I, I'm fascinated by who's going to come back sharp and who isn't. How will the Jazz have the Jazz cogitated everything Quinn wants them to do? And this interruption, the stoppage that they've had, is just has just given them more time to think about it, so that they'll come back sharp and there won't be any hangover from uh, from that stoppage. It's it's all sort of on the table right now. Well, more coming up next. Ninety-seven five and twelve eighty the zone.